Good morning. My name is Mike, and I make this podcast because I like to learn and create new things, and because I'm hoping to get the word out about something else that I've created called the Flex Deck. A single deck of multi-purpose cards that lets you play dominoes, word games, and your normal poker or rummy, all in one convenient deck of cards. If you like games, or you'd like to support this podcast, I hope you'll check us out at flexdeckplayingcards.com. And if you would, also please leave us a review on whatever service it is that you're listening to this. We'd really appreciate it. Today we're reading the Dry Tortugas National Park article from Wikipedia, the free encyclopedia, and website to go to for the questions, not the answers, similar to this podcast. For the answers, I encourage you to support your local library. Ecology. The Dry Tortugas Archipelago is classified as a borderline subtropical tropical ecosystem, hosting species that do not normally breed in and are not commonly found anywhere else within the continental United States or the islands and waters surrounding it. When a cold front along Florida wiped out 96% of branching coral in 1976-77, to 77, once extensive branching coral formations became rubble fields. The Dry Tortugas National Park now consists of patch reef and branching coral rubble. Birds. Dry Tortugas National Park has an official bird list of 299 species. Of these, only eight species frequently nest within the park. Sooty Tern, Brown Knotty, Brown Pelican, Magnificent Frigate Bird, Masked Booby, Rosate Tern, Bridled Tern, and Morning Dove. The park features the only nesting colonies of Sooty Tern, Brown Nudie, Magnificent Frigate Bird, and Masked Booby in the contiguous United States. Bird watching activity peaks each spring, usually April, when dozens of migratory bird species can pass through the park in a single day. Many birds land inside the parade grounds of Fort Jefferson, where they are often observed at close range. Common migratory wobblers include the northern parula, American redstart, prairie wobbler, hooded wobbler, palm wobbler, black and white wobbler, common yellow throat, yellow rumped wobbler, ovenbird, northern water thrush, black throated blue wobbler, black pole wobbler, and Cape May wobbler, with more than 20 additional wobbler species having shown up at least once. Several raptor species, as well as cattle egrets, are often seen hunting songbirds. Until early 2013, a small freshwater fountain existed beneath several seaside maho and buttonwood trees and was the only freshwater source for many miles. Maintenance issues necessitated its removal, but a replacement water barrel is scheduled for installation in the fall of 2013. Each year, several bird guides offer tours of Dry Tortuga National Park during April and early May, when daily bird lists can often reach 100 or more species. Invasive Species and Eradication Efforts An active eradication program has resulted in the removal of invasive Kessarina trees 
and agave from loggerhead key by cutting and herbicide treatment. Taurosis, commonly known as lionfish, have also been found in the park's waters, and the National Park Service was reviewing, in 2015, the lionfish management plan to determine what actions to take to manage the spread of this invasive species in Dry Tortugas National Park and Everglades National Park. Well, that'll make this that for now. This is Mike with FlexStackPlayingCards.com. Thank you again for listening. My apologies for any mistakes or mispronunciations that I may have made. The words are not my own. This is just a reading of Wikipedia. If you'd like to support this podcast, you can either visit our website at flexdeckplayingcards.com or leave us a rating on whatever service it is that you're listening to this. We'd really appreciate it if it was kind. Thanks again. Have a great day.